This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Привет, comrades and comradinas. Welcome to another digital citizen. Now in pretend Russian. Hello, uh, Luki. Da, da, comrade. Da. And, da, and everyone. Comrade. Ah. Yes. Why do I sound like the Count oh. from Sesame Street? <laughs> One. <laughs> One ruble. Ah, ah, ah. Yes, because we are uh, we are uh, communists. Everybody. Of course. Everybody in Norway. I learned at this pay-per-view that we are communists. Dirty, dirty red communists. Yep. All, all of Norway. Um, I think it's kind of funny because the Communist Party in Norway is one of the biggest, uh, smallest uh, parties in in Norway. I didn't know there was one. They hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they are called Red. Red. That's okay. Red. Yes. And they don't have like. Uh, they don't want uh, revolution by guns and things like that. They had that in their program for many, many, many years. I was actually a youth leader for Red many, many, many years ago when they were called something else. Okay. Uh, and I was uh, when I was a young communist. Right. I remember you talking about this in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going from communism to religion. And from religion and now back to, I don't know what I call myself, uh, atheist uh, socialist? Yeah. Sure, I guess so. I mean, uh, yeah, whatever Norway is, kind of democratic socialist kind of thing happening, right? I mean, uh, in in America, it's almost a joke to be part of the communist uh, part of your or party of your local university kind of thing like the fir- right. it's the joke is you you walk onto the university for the very first time and the first person that sees you is always the uh person from the communist party it's like an it's almost a joke at this point in in America uh i don't know is that when you got into it, it was college yes yeah <laughs> there you go yeah it was yeah, so it's not it's it not just an american thing i think <laughs> yes have you ever? Did you ever see the TV show with the Americans? By the way, 
Jeez, I remember the name, but I don't remember if I saw it or not. Uh... Uh, do you know the uh, what it's uh, about? No, I, I don't even remember, so I, I don't think I saw it, but I remember the name of okay. it for some reason. The, Amer uh, the Americans is about a deep uh, uh, undercover couple in America that are Russian spies. Right, okay. And work for the Russian government. It is a fucking fantastic show, by the way. Uh, and one of the best endings of all times of... Uh, I, I think maybe it's even better than Breaking Bad. I can't wait to see that Breaking Bad movie, by the way. Oh, but, yeah. uh, but, the, but, but the ending of the Americans was amazing. I think it was five, five or six seasons. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think maybe it was five seasons. Uh, but, but uh, it, it reminds me a little of because, um, what, what, what your alignment is is so much more based on uh, the people you surround yourself with than maybe what your beliefs are. I think if I send if I sent you to hardcore Christian country for for two years and you had to live with religious people and only talk to religious people for two years, would you come back and had had a religious experience. Do you think so? I, I'm that weak that I, I I can admit that I would probably would have had a religious Probably not. Experience. I think I'm too old at this point. Like, if I was 15 and a little more gullible, maybe, but I'm I'm 36 yeah. now. I don't... You know what I mean? It's yes. like, I'm, I'm too far in my life at this point for that to happen. If I was younger, maybe. But I don't I don't think it would happen for me at this point. Uh, happy belated birthday, by the way. Yes, my birthday this week. Yeah. Yes. Uh, pretty good birthday. Uh, hung out and actually worked. I mean, when you're this... When, when you're 36, uh, you work on your birthday because adulting. That's why. Um... <laughs> <laughs> right, but we did get to see the AEW pay-per-view. Uh, that was fun. That was a fucking amazing show, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And on my birthday, I got to hang out with a bunch of friends online and watch a good pay-per-view. Uh, so, yeah, that, that part of it was a great part of my birthday. You know what I mean? So, hmm? uh, What did your parents get you? Uh, I mean, I just got some clothes and then, uh, like, a sound bar for my TV. Nice. Yep. Sound bar. Yeah, it's, you know, it, not, it's nothing super yeah. expensive, but, uh, I want, uh, you know, TVs nowadays, the, the speakers, if you don't have a sound bar, aren't that great. So it was, it's nice to get. Oh, yeah. Was it Snickers or Mars or, <laughs> see what I did there? Mars bars. <laughs> Mars bars. Mm. Mm. -hmm. Mm, chocolate. Right. Uh, do you know who doesn't remind me of chocolate? Who? Boris Johnson. He doesn't remind you of chocolate, Boris Johnson. Okay. Why is that? Mm -hmm. uh, he does not remind me of chocolate. I don't know. He's super white and looks weird. And is a little bit bitter, not sweet. <laughs> I guess he could be like 
<laughs> white chocolate, maybe? Um, white, white chocolate. I'm not a big fan of white chocolate, by the way. Me neither, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah no. I don't even think it's technically actually chocolate, is it? I think no, it's like... It isn't. Right. No, it's, it's something it's, else, it's, but they call it white chocolate. Right. I think it's fat. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure what white chocolate is. But let's uh, let's go into the white chocolate of, of politics. Boris Johnson, he has had a, a busy 24 hours, I would say. <laughs> I would say so. It's been a busy 24 hours in the UK parliament for sure uh yesterday uh tuesday i guess uh the house of commons approved a bill by 30 oh 329 to 300 margin setting off a series of steps that will allow the members of parliament to introduce amendments before final vote of passage uh, lawmakers in the United Kingdom Wednesday voted to, advan- to advance a bill that would block a no-deal Brexit, uh, handing Boris Johnson his second major defeat in 24 hours. Wednesday's vote comes af- uh, less than a day after Parliament passed a bill to allow the members to introduce legi- legislation that would force Johnson to ask the EU for a three-month extension if a deal is not made by October 31st, the deadline set by the Prime Minister for the so-called Brexit. Uh, John- Johnson has now called for new elections, but that must be approved by a two-thirds majority by the House of Commons. I think I remember talking about this two-thirds majority thing back when we were really mm-hmm. discussing this whole thing. Uh, and then last yeah. week we were talking about uh, Boris Johnson had blocked all this time uh, for the parliament to do anything uh, mm-hmm. using the Queen. You remember this last week, Fro? Yep, yep. And that definitely was a catalyst to this whole thing. But at the same time, it kind of shows why that didn't matter uh, and why I didn't think it mattered. Uh, because the whole thing was people were complaining they didn't have enough time to negotiate, right? Uh, right. What have they been doing for the last three years that those that, that month or month and a half would have made that big of a difference? That's why I didn't think it was a big deal. And then this happens and it just shows that, I, I don't know, what do you think is going to happen here? Do you think we're going to get... A general election? Do you think we're going to get an extension from the EU? What do you think is going to happen here? Um, I think it is in the EU's interest to give them a, an extension because then they will hope that the election gives the parliament power to overturn the Brexit deal. Uh, at least right here it's saying the Labour Party uh, is saying right. that it does not support a snap election. Jeremy Corbyn saying he wants to pass legislation guaranteeing that Britain will not leave the EU uh, with, without a deal before he agrees to the election. So they're saying right. we want to we want to deal uh, we want to pass something that says we're definitely not leaving the EU without a deal before we get, do an election because if we get another Boris Johnson or if we get uh, what's his name Nigel Farage in there uh, right. if, if Nigel Farage wins and they pass this bill that says you can't do it then he's kind of screwed uh, with his whole platform right so I understand where Jeremy Corbyn's coming from but I feel like a general election is kind of needed. Yeah, but the, the problem is that the Brexit party will do so fucking 
amazing in uh, a new election. They will overtake everything. Uh, they will do amazing. Just you wait and see. Uh, he branded. I love. I love Boris Johnson. Sometimes he called Jeremy Corbyn a clickerate chicken for snubbing uh, general election. I love that. I don't even know what that I means. No, I have no idea what that means. I have no idea either. Uh, just calling him a chicken. Uh, chicken. The, uh, the biggest, most interesting thing that happened uh, yesterday on Tuesday, Johnson's Conservative mm-hmm. Party lost a parliamentary uh, lost the parliamentary majority after Philip Lee, a 27-year-old veteran to the House of Commons, defected to the Liberal Democrats from the Tories, uh, moving over to to sign off on this whole thing. Uh, so he, not only is all this happening, but Boris Johnson also has lost his par- parliamentary majority, which I would think that would be more of a reason to call for a general election even. Mm-hmm. So this... Uh, would be on the 15th of uh, October? 14th. Uh, oh, it says 15 in this. I'm not okay. really sure what you're looking at, but I looked at it a minute ago, mm-hmm. uh, and it was 14th. Right. Okay, four, 14th. Yeah. Anyway. If uh, so it happens, in, in a... right, because what happened, like, like we just said, Boris Johnson has to call for it, and then it has to be approved right. by a two-thirds majority. Is that going to happen? We really don't know yet. Um, it It's breaking news right now that this even is happening. So right. uh, this we'll probably cover it next week if something happens. Yeah, if we not, we'll have breaking news. So um, uh, I sometimes uh, watch YouTube, as you know. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, I like to watch YouTube, uh, uh, especially to watch uh, very, very Donald Trump supporters are very funny to follow on 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 YouTube. Okay, uh, like who? Who are you talking about? Anybody specific? Uh, yes, uh, uh, buy me a little time and me about the next thing we're going to cover. <laughs> okay. Uh, something we've talked about in the past. Uh, at least once, if not twice, we talked about the Boston Street Pie Parade and how ridiculous it was. We even named one of our shows something to do with Super Happy Fun Time America because it was so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Boston Street Pride Parade actually happened and people were not happy about it. Uh, clashes erupted at a Street Pride Parade in Boston on Saturday when counter-protesters turned up in droves to oppose the event. A uh, Boston Police Department spokesman told Huffington Post that dozens of people were arrested in various charges, oh, on various charges, including disorderly conduct, unlawful possession of dangerous weapons, and assaulting police officers. Holy crap. Mm. <clears throat> uh, I should mention that those were all from the counter-protesters, not from... The straight pride, right? right? So, okay. According to Boston Globe, about 600 counter-protesters met an estimated 200 marchers when the parade reached the City Hall Plaza, where police barricades prevented protesters from accessing a concert stage where the straight pride rally was to be held. The event featured floats and signs expressing messages in support of Donald Trump, uh, ostensibly upset that the city officials were protecting the marchers and 
permitting the parade, some protesters reportedly turned their anger towards the police uh, and, and towards the end of the rally prompted scuffles, arrests, and the use of pepper spray on the counter-protesters by police. Uh, the YouTube channel I was thinking of is called No Bullshit. Have you seen that? No, never even heard of it. Okay. Uh, the main guy from that channel, I don't recommend it if you don't really want to <laughs> watch. Uh, I, I like to watch what other people than me think thinks, and this right. is as, as opposite of what I can think I could think of. But this guy actually went to the straight uh, pride parade uh, uh, to check it out. Uh, uh, and was a supporter of it as well. Right, so he's definitely on that side of things. Uh, right. I just went to his YouTube page, and he has the most generic thumbnails Yep. I've ever seen ever. Uh, they all have, like, the exact same size text and everything. Oh. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I follow certain people that are I would consider right-wing for me. Uh, let's, let's think of somebody... Sticks Hexenhammer, I, I follow him. Wait, no. Yeah. Um, you can't... But I, I, I mean, don't agree. He has, he has, he has titles like Cringy Socialist Meeting. <laughs> Democratic Socialist are a pure cringe. Uh, 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 Bernie Sanders denies staff uh, $15 minimum wage. Like... He tries Remember to, that lie when uh, they lied about the fifteen dollars, and it was CNN and MSNBC I, were also saying that that was true, and it turned out that yeah. it was a u union thing, and that the, they weren't denying them fifteen dollars an hour. The union was just a negotiating because that's what unions do: is they negotiate uh, uh, how much their uh, union members are going to get paid. And so they said they weren't getting fifteen dollars an hour, but it was the union that was negotiating the actual. Pr uh, payment so yeah that was i remember that that was ridiculous that must be an older yeah. video uh, though nike hates america yeah but it, and he it, like he, he he talks a lot of bullshit for a channel called no bullshit uh also krista on melon uh, that we have covered before on the show also talked about the straight uh pride parade on his youtube channel great Congratulations yeah. to him. Um, right, so we should <laughs> continue with this. Uh, yes. What, where were we at? Oh, yeah. F, uh, let's move on to uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She said mm -hmm. uh, that she denounced this straight pride parade, I guess. Uh, mm. She said, for men who are allegedly so proud of being straight, they seem to show real in competence at attracting women to their event uh, seems more like an I struggle with masculinity parade to me. <laughs> uh, I like it. I think that's funny, but uh, yeah, I, I see a big problem with this whole scenario and the fact that there were 600 counter-protesters. You know what the problem is here, Fro, that I see? I don't, uh, the problem I see here is that this is a giant troll, right? I mean, they're called mm -hmm. Super Happy Fun Time America. 
they're doing a straight pride parade, which is basically a joke from, mm-hmm. like a stand-up joke from the 90s. It's a huge troll, right? They're, this whole yeah. thing, these people, super happy fun time America, uh, they're trying to troll liberals, and by having 600 people come out and counter-protest and then attack police and then have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez denounce it on Twitter, they won. You fed the yeah. trolls. Is it, It's the oldest adage on the internet. Don't feed the trolls. And these people are feeding the trolls. They're just handing them food. The trolls are growing because you're feeding them. If everybody ignored this thing and acted like it didn't exist, it wouldn't be a yeah. big deal, right? They're feeding and the I trolls. Love, I, love, I love how then no bullshit comes out with a YouTube uh, uh, clip on 12 minutes called Cortez attacks straight pride parade and uh, he says that he uh, that Cortez attacked straight people and that is his a- angle all through the video who did how much who attacked straight people uh, uh, Cortez did oh uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez right yes I did yes. I, I, it sounded almost like you said protest, right? Oh, so I was no. right. Cortez, Cortez. Cortez. Ocasio Cortez, right? There we go. Right. That's why it was confusing. Uh, she attacks straight people, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Exactly, and they're gonna. This also because these uh, counter protesters attack the police. Now these right wing and right wing crazy conservative people now they have the ability to say that the left is violent. See, like. Yeah. You should just have ignored them. <laughs> and I know. We should have just ignored that this uh, straight pride parade was happening because it was a troll, and all you did was feed the trolls, and now they won, and we lost. Like, there was no but winning again, in this situation. But then again, isn't it also kind of good that it does that? Because, I mean, when when the protesters came against the Nazis marching in... in, in uh, where were they marching where... Uh, where there were shots fired and things like that. I, I mean, don't know what you're talking it's about. Good, uh, shots in, fired. Charlottesville. Charlottesville. There were no it? no shots fired there. Uh, a lady was hit oh. by a car. Is that? Re- is oh yeah. It, right. I, I'm I'm just saying that uh, uh, you need to protest people sometimes. In the, but in this case, it was very clear from the beginning. And we covered right. it on the show that this was a group called Super oh, yeah. Happy oh, yeah. Fun Time America. It was very clear oh, yeah. this was a joke. It was very clear this yeah. was a troll from the beginning, and everybody yeah. fell for it. At least 600 people in Ocasio Cortez, who I respect Ocasio Cortez. I think she's great. Uh, I was super happy when she got elected, but this was a bad move on her part. She she fed the trolls. Don't feed the trolls. That's all I'm saying. No, I, t- I totally agree. But you have to stand up sometimes for... for yeah, for, I get that. For... And in this case, yeah, yeah. it was a bad idea to stand up. Because yeah. Yeah. there was no winning in this situation. Right? So, yeah. Uh, talking about people that are not standing up anymore. See what I did there? Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, sex trafficking uh, cases dismissed due to suicide. Uh, who didn't see this coming? Uh, coming a long, 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 long fucking way. Uh, 
A federal judge on Thursday ordered uh, the traf uh, sex trafficking case in New York against Jeffrey Epstein to formally dismiss following the financier's death. In Manhattan jail earlier this month, U.S. District Judge Richard uh, Barman signed a null uh, prosecute. Sure. Sure, I have no idea. Null. Yeah. Null prosecute. Uh, ruling that the case will be dismissed according to a copy of the document obtained by the Hill. Uh, prosecutors had requested the charge uh, be dropped last week. A spokesman with the U.S. Uh, uh, Attorney Office of the Southern District of New York confirmed that the, uh, to the Hill that investigations into uh, the alleged uh, conspir uh, conspirators in the case could continue because Jeffrey Epstein, the defendant, died while this case was pending, therefore, uh, before a final judgment was issued, uh, the indictment must be dismissed under the rule of um, abatement. Yeah. Yes, Thursday filling reads. I'm not surprised you can't sue a dead guy. Right, you can't, well, you can't. Uh, arrest a dead guy, I guess. Uh, right. Prosecutors had maintained earlier this month that Epstein's apparent suicide would not stop efforts to pursue justice of, of the accuser's case. Right. But now Which they've is... now they've stopped that. <laughs> yep. So I'm not sure. Does this help people that are suing his estate? Does it make it? I don't. I don't think it changes anything for them. What I do think it changes no. is the state is no longer investigating this. Are they still investigating uh, other people involved in it? We we don't know. Mm. There there could be hidden uh, uh, investigations happening to people like Ghislaine Maxwell and other things. We don't know that, uh, or it's all going to get swept under the rug. Yeah. I I hope. I hope it doesn't get swept under the rug. I think that's that would be a little too bad. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, yes, but I feel like that's exactly what's going to happen because that's what happens in this kind yeah. of situation when all these rich, uh, powerful people are implicated in certain things. It gets swept under the rug because they don't want to be, you know, outed. Yeah, I, I feel like that's probably what's going on here. Uh, talking about trying to uh, sweep things on under the rug, uh, tell me about what Israel faked this week. Israel's military faked casualties in a skirmish with Lebanese militant group uh, Hezbollah during the weekend. Uh, the staged injuries and evacuation evacuation of an army base were part of a plan to trick Hezbollah into thinking it had infl inflicted damage on Israeli uh, media reported on Monday. Israel said it had retaliated using a gunship and artillery fire after Hezbollah claimed it had destroyed an Israeli military vehicle near the border. Uh, Israeli TV stations broadcast videos of soldiers unloading what appeared to be bloody bandaged comrade who had been ev evacuated in by helicopter. But the army's apparent aim was to let Hezbollah claim victory for a few hours until the situation calmed down. 
Late on Sunday, the Israeli, Israeli military said there were no casualties. Hmm. Fake news, bro. <laughs> As they say. This is literal. Like, when, they, when we talk about propaganda and fake news, this is literal fake news. They were making fake news to try to trick their enemy into, what, thinking they had won, kind of? It's so strange. Uh, it just came out to the news that the Norwegian Broadcasting System, NRK, they have a program uh, called... Uh, the people's uh, informant. The people's informant. Okay. Um, and uh, what they did, uh, that they went in uh, in preparation of um, voting in Norway. Uh, youth schools have uh, ho- have always every year uh, show, uh, give out their election results. Uh, as a as a test to see, like, how the youth thinks uh, before they can vote uh, when they are eighteen. Right. Okay. So it's it's I think it's between the age of fifteen to seventeen. That would make sense. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. So uh, what that program did, uh, they uh, conversed with uh, the. Uh, with one of the uh, headmasters of a school in Norway um, to uh, give all the population in the school fake news, like uh, give them fake news about other parties to make one party win in the school election. And do you know what? Do you know what? It worked. <laughs> so they were, 15, they did it on purpose right. to try to sway it, yes, uh, or or they, yes, and then they said they did yes. it, or they did it, yes, and then got yes. caught. No, they, no, they 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 did it. They said they did, uh, then they told everybody in the school that they did it. Oh, okay. So it was like a social experiment right. kind of thing. Yes, 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 and it worked. <laughs> It worked, <laughs> and the party that they were trying to push uh, had the starting point of like fifteen, uh, uh, no, five percent or something, and they had a fifteen percent increase after uh, all the fake news of the other parties were like giving, and they won the school election <laughs> in that school just because of fake news that. NRK gave the school. You know what that makes me think of is this thing that yeah. I just sent you the the website for on the chat. Is this thing when I grew up in school, so middle school, high school, so when I was 15 to 17, there was this thing in our school called Channel One News, which was like okay. this weird news program they would play every morning, like before the school announcements. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, all, it, it would have like... C- a CNN news style news, you know, a CNN kind of news. I even remember Wolf Wolf Blitzer being on there, uh, but it was mostly Ooh. just like commercials for Pepsi and commercials for Doritos and things like that, like pumping those into the classroom. Right. But it also was very, I, I remember weird stories on Channel One News that were very like, it made me think that they were kind of using it to manipulate teenagers, like you were just saying, to kind of, 
it's much easier to try to start swaying somebody when they're 15 than when they're 25, right? right? right. So I remember seeing news stories on here about, uh, when I was in middle school about how attractive Hillary Clinton was. <laughs> wow. Right. Yeah, she's so sexy. But you know this, right? This was twenty years ago when she was, you know, twenty years younger. No, no, it doesn't matter. She wasn't sexy even then. Look, there. What when Bill Clinton was in office, people were saying, "Oh, Hillary Clinton, she's such an attractive lady." That was a thing back then. That was a thing. It was a thing. I'm telling you, in America, it was a thing. Oh, my God. I know why. I know why they think uh, uh, she was attractive. Because they uh, eat uh, fries and chips only. Yeah, speaking of misinformed youth, uh, Mm -hmm. an English boy who eats nothing but French fries, potato chips, and an occasional piece of ham has been left blind. Whoa, that's because he likes Hillary Clinton. See what I tell you there? Due to extreme vitamin deficiency in his diet, doctors in Britain have uh, reported, uh, have said in a report published Tuesday, one of the doctors behind the article uh, treated the fussy eater from Bristol over the co- course of three years and said he was previously healthy and took no medicines. His diet was essentially a portion of chips... Uh, from the local fish and chip shop every day. He also used to snack on crisps uh, like Pringles and sometimes a slice of white bread and occasional slice of ham. Uh, Not really any fruits or vegetables, uh, said the doctor. Mm. Attend... Sorry? Oh, healthy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it sounds healthy, yeah. To be honest, it sounds very... Like, when I think of uh, British cuisine, it kind of sounds very British to me. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not that your, your food is totally bland, uh, UK, but maybe it is. Uh, she treated the boy at age 15 when he be, uh, be, when he came to complain of chronic tiredness. She diagnosed him with anemia and deficiency in vitamin B12, along with copper and vitamin D. She gave him B12 injections and told him he needed to start eating a more varied diet. However, due to this... Uh, right, he, he didn't, obviously. So... Yeah, this kid went blind because he wouldn't eat fruits and vegetables. I'm pretty sure this was something my parents told me when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Eat your broccoli, otherwise you're going to go blind. I guess it's true. But I I also remember being told that I would get hair in my hands when I masturbated. And I can't see a lot of hair in my hands. (laughs) Right, hairy palms, right. <laughs> and I promise you, I have masturbated, <laughs> and and my my eyes are not square as either. Look, and I have watched a lot of TV. I've never heard that one. Is that a Norwegian thing? Your eyes are gonna? I've ne- that wasn't a thing when I was a kid. Your eyes are gonna really? be square. No. Oh, I we heard that. Like when I was a kid, it was your brain's gonna rot. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. No. Don't sit so uh, near the TV. You, it's you're going to be blind, and don't watch too much TV because then it will like your eyes will be squared. That is uh, funny. Actually, I tried to do a test of that when I was in. I was I was in elementary school. I think I was in like fourth grade. Uh, you know they have the science fair. I decided for the science fair I wanted to test that theory if if uh, the 
watching TV would rot your brain. So I went to the school and I got, uh, they had like these uh, multiplication tests where it was like all your multiplication things. And I did three different people, including me. And I like tested, uh, we all took the test and timed it. And then I watched TV like constantly for a week and then did the tests again. This was when I was in fourth grade, by the way. <laughs> uh, and the school wouldn't allow me to, to enter it into the to the science fair from. Mm. It's weird. serious. Mm. He, he was hold back. Talking about people that uh, are a little wedge and stupid things uh, in America. M man charged after making gun gestures with his finger uh, has had his appeal uh, rejected. I've seen this fucking video. <laughs> But tell me about it. Right. Uh, it says here on a warm day in June 2018, Stephen Kirshner was walking with a fellow neighbor when they came up on uh, this guy Josh's yard. Uh, they were not friendly with Josh. In fact, the woman walking with Kirshner had no contact order with Mr. Klingsner, or Josh, who happened to be outside mulching his yard uh, in Manor Township, Pennsylvania, as the two neighbors passed, Kirshner stopped. Uh, the two men made eye contact. Then Kirshner raised his, raised his arm. He pointed his finger like a gun and made a recoil motion as, is, as if to suggest he had shot him, uh, as the Pennsylvania Supreme Court described it. Uh, and ended up, this ended up uh, having him be charged with criminal and disorderly contact, uh, conduct as a result. <sighs> Now, after fighting the case for more than a year in the Pennsylvania state courts, uh, Kirshner's convicted on, uh, conviction on the misdemeanor offense ruling this week that the 64-year-old's finger-pointing served no legitimate purpose and recklessly risked provoking a dangerous altercation. Uh, the judge says we oh concluded God. there was sufficient evidence that the act was mimicking his shooting of, of Josh, creating a ha creating hazardous condition. So yeah, he's... This is... You, you know when you get irritated when I call people snowflakes? This is, this is the definition of what I would call a snowflake court case. That this man gets in trouble for doing a gesture with his fucking hand is for me incredibly insanely stupid. Uh yeah. It says here uh Miss Rodriguez, so y uh Yvonne Rodriguez saw the exchange from her front porch and felt insecure and decided to call the police and later testified. Oh my God! Uh, Kushner acted with this is what she, uh, the was in court the court hearing. Kushner acted with reckless dis disregard of creating a risk of public alarm, as evidenced by the fact that an eyewitness on the neighboring property contacted nine one one because of his actions caused her to feel insecure. Okay, but but that that's the fucking problem. Like feeling insecure. There's nothing insecure about the hand gesture. And it wasn't even directed towards her. It was directed by to somebody, some other person oh. in the neighborhood. 
Right. It doesn't even look like the guy it was directed to called the police. It looks like this lady called the police. And that's how the police got involved. It's so insanely... It's so... It's not like... I I get so fucking irritated when I uh, when I w- watch this because I I've seen the video many 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 times because when 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 looked uh, linked this to me I had to go and see and I, it, it it looks like nothing it looks like nothing it, it looks like something I could do. It says right here in 2017 a Florida court ruled that pointing a finger gun had an off-duty cop was not protected First Amendment speech. Uh, wow. It says, but this is from the assistant public defender in this case. As almost everyone who was ever a child can testify, no one has ever been killed or injured by forming fingers into the shape of a gun and yep. dropping the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> I have not, I have not, um, uh, um, I can't count how many uh, times I've shot myself in the head. With a finger gone. Does not mean that I have committed suicide over and over and over again. Ah, that's right. Actually, Jeff Hardy should doubly be in jail. Because every time he used to come out, <laughs> he would put the, the finger guns in his mouth. Remember? Guns, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't Jeff Hardy in jail? Oh, wait. He probably is. <laughs> Oh, wait. Right. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, this is... This is one of my problems with with with, like when 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 Republicans goes and see it says like, see what the Democratic people are creating the snowflake generation, and I I get like I I and like I I I, I guess it, it is propaganda, but it, it works for me because because I get so fucking irritated when this is things. I think you know, what people get in problem uh, problems with, and you're not you're not allowed to even talk about gun politics because God damn it, that's fucking outrageously uh, bad to talk about. But uh, getting in trouble to use a non-gun, your fucking fingers. Yeah, let's do that instead of trying to solve the fucking gun problem you have. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Hey. We need... Don't spend time in the courts doing that. Spend time in the courts over finger <laughs> yeah. guns. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about other stupid things, uh, like CNN or the Clinton News Network, as we lo- like to call it, because we are Republicans, of course. Right. The crappy news network uh, did a little bit on... Uh, <laughs> Bernie Sanders, it's almost kind of a Tron tells the truth kind of segment, uh, kind of thing happening, but uh, let's just take a look at it and we'll talk about it afterwards. In three, two, one, go. In this corner, 77 year old Bernie the Cerebral Sanders couldn't resist grabbing <laughs> the speed bag passed by the other day. So that was the clip. Mm hmm. Did you see the the bag? It didn't even get anywhere near him. <laughs> he clearly like did that as a joke, like he was fighting the speed bag, right? Is that what you got from it? Mm, but this lady's acting like he actually got hit in the face. <laughs> 
What? See? See how far away it was from kidding him? Yeah. Even the president's son, Don Jr., weighed in. This wouldn't exactly strike fear in the minds of our adversaries, but Bernie supporters thought it was cute. Float like a butterfly, sting like a Bernie. Acting to his doctor, saying, "What great health the senator's in." Do I get involved in senior boxing? In addition to shadow boxing, we've seen Donald Trump. So now they have to compare him to Donald Trump in WWE. Okay. Right. That's so. So they found this clip of him uh, hitting a speed bag in like a boxing gym, and they used it to compare him to Donald Trump. Right. <laughs> That's what just happened. Yeah, I get why Tron is tired. Do you get why Tron is tired? I do, and that's what Tron is going to talk about, and Tron tells us the truth this week is that he's tired. This is Tron, but Tron tells the truth. If I'm going to talk about everything happening in politics in my weekly segment, I would do nothing more than talk about politics, and I need a segment every day for two, three hours. And even then, I'm going to get tired. I've been watching Brexit, elections, while I'm lying sick in my bed, trying to do, yeah, some of this, and some writing and blogging and so on, but I'm a little bit fed up now. The slogan for politics now should be make this or that great again, but make the political debate normal again. It's not fun watching political debate on TV. Everybody wants me to watch, like, how Tron? Do you want to watch this? Do you want to do, watch that? Do you want to join us for a good debate on a literature house in Bergen or something like that? But I can't really stand it. I'm tired of it because I'm learning nothing. Nothing at all. It's nothing happening in those debates that I really will encourage me, enlighten me in any way. I've been watching Brexit for next, the next few, for the last few days, I mean. And it's just in the fucking circus. Yeah, it's fun to watch. And the political nerd in me thinks it's hilarious when I can sit there drinking beer and have some popcorn with good live entertainment from the real world. But it's seriously bad, if you think about it. It's so fucking full of shit. And it's overflow taking over the airtime for the big issue, the burning of the Amazon forest. Yes, the rainforest and the Amazon in Brazil. This is the insanity, the political debate, and the coverage in the media is here today. I had a friend, talk with a friend of mine from South Carolina. He, he lives there in Bergen, and he was watching, he talked to me that the news, the English written news in the Norwegian state TV is the best he's seen, because it's not trying to frighten, and they're not full of slogans. Wow. An American have to come to Norway to read no, <laughs> Norwegian's who write news in English to get an enlightened debate. That's really fucked up. The book debate is not existing anymore. It's only slogan, commercial, and try to chop our heads. It's all about, I cannot vote for your side, and I cannot vote for this side, and I cannot vote for any side, or I could try to be something else than a politician while I'm still go for a political office. Who's bullshit? If you go for a political office, you are a politician. Don't fool yourself. Donald Trump is a politician. Bernie Sanders is a politician. But all this bullshit 
it's like, yeah, people believe it and they vote for it, even left, right, you know, or fucking ever. And I'm getting fucking tired. This Monday, the night, is election day in Norway. And I'm so fucking glad um, that it's finished. Well, I'm glad it's finished, and I'm so glad that my party is doing a good election, but I'm so fucking tired. I want to take a break from everything. I just want to go in a cabin in the woods, read any book that's not about politics, and just sit there and read and read and read and listen to music fucking all day, and not have to see a fucking face, and not have to see my social media accounts plinging 24 fucking 7 with somebody's political bullshit. This has been too much for the last few weeks. It's been too long for a month, two, three years. It's time to get something done and think with a little broader mind. This debate in this climate, there's nothing of that. Nothing. It's totally bullshit and it's annoying and it overcovered the real problems in society. Sometimes you have to stretch your hands out to get things done, even if the person you don't do usually agree with. But that has been taboo this last few years, last 10 years, I think. Maybe more. We have to change. And it, I mean everybody. Not the left, not only the right, but everybody. Because this is going only one way. Well, I will stop there on a the positive vibe. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a fucking nice day. So, I think uh, Tron maybe is tired. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm, maybe. Uh, do you know what's not tired? Another digital citizen at gmail.com. <laughs> Another dig- digital citizen at gmail.com. Have we gotten an email this week? Nothing but people trying to, uh, you know, get our podcast into some, some other networks and some Spotify person trying to get a Spotify uh views or listens or something but we already are in a network the pod all the time network if you want to go check out some of their stuff go on twitter and check out pod all the time we're also on twitter go to uh podcast adc on twitter we also have a facebook uh, go to our facebook page at another digital citizen yay tv round luke uh have you seen anything on tv gosh darn it I think we should start with AEW and talk a little about what we thought of that. We should. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty amazing. I mean, I didn't get to see... Well, I watched most of it with you guys, but then I watched the last, what, 40 minutes, I want to say? Yeah. Last, like, the last two yeah. matches. Because I, I left halfway through the tag match. Or the... Yeah, the right. the Lucha tag match. Um, which... And I went uh, to bed... I went to bed right after that, so I didn't see the main event, so I saw the main event the day after. Ah, okay. I thought that second-to-last match was the best match of the whole night. That, yes. Yeah. It uh, was. Pretty amazing. Uh, and then maybe... Really I, I thought, as far as entertainment, maybe not the uh, actual quality of wrestling, because it was a bit gimmicky, but the mm-hmm. three-way match, the Cracker Barrel match, actually... I thought it was like maybe so the funny. second most entertaining match. It had so many oh, yeah. really interesting oh, yeah. spots and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward. This is connecting it to the TV round. Fro. I'm really looking forward to when they uh, get their TV show. See how I connected it to the TV. Yeah, uh, I've said that I'm actually going to be awake for the first episode. On TNT. First episode, TNT, yeah. W- yeah, on TNT. I actually want to see live. Hopefully I'll be uh, able to, yeah. 
I really want to, yeah. Uh, yes, but I see how, how you turned it into TV, because have you seen any TV? Because I haven't seen that much. I've seen two, three things. Let's see, besides AEW, I saw three things, right. Uh, Jersey Shore, uh, Family Vacation, Season 3, Episode 1 and 2. I think it was, set, yeah. Episode 2 was this week, so it's like a week old or whatever. Uh, yeah, one dude in the show went to federal prison, <laughs> and that's, it was, wow. uh, what's his name, uh, The Situation, whatever that guy, you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. He, they, mm-hmm. they, so the first two episodes are all about him going to federal prison, and, uh, you know, one of them's getting a divorce, and another one is going into rehab, so yeah, uh, it's classic, uh, we were really, really popular, and now, uh, later in life, our our lives are completely screwed up because we were too famous uh, at, a, at a young age. That kind of thing is happening in this show, so it's kind of interesting. Cool. I'm on Elementary, uh, Season 6, uh, Episode 11. Nice. And I know what, yes, I know now why Episode or Season 5 was so different. Do you know why? Uh, well, halfway through this season, they stopped a storyline, and, and like there was a yep. storyline they were doing, and it's it was what his uh, the they, brain thing, right? And then halfway through the season, they, 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 they just were like, "This storyline sucks," and they just stopped doing. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, uh, the CI they they help uh, the black man. Uh, that storyline is totally uninteresting. Right, with the the drug, and, the uh, heroin connection guy. Right, right. So fucking stupid. So yeah, uh, very happy to be on season six because season six is getting very good. Right, and it yeah maybe. But I I understand after so that season why it got canceled in this season because yeah right uh, season five. I mean, would you say even halfway through season five, it starts to get better? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would say so, yeah. And I would say the la- latter half uh, of season five is very much better, but then the, the first half of season six isn't that good. <laughs> so it's kind of uh, weird as well. But then it gets better again in season six. Especially when, uh, well, I can spoil a show that is fucking old, can't I? When Moriarty returns, and uh, old things with that, right? It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. I, anyway, I saw another show. Uh, let's see, I saw a show on Netflix this week called Hyperdrive. <laughs> very good. <clears throat> Sorry. Did you see? I, th- I saw the same show this week. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, believe it or not, executive producer Charlize Theron. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Hyperdrive is kind of what would you? It's like uh, uh, Holy Moly, but with cars instead of golf, or yes. uh, American Ninja Warrior with cars instead of cars. people. Yeah, which yeah, Holy Moly is basically American Ninja Warrior with mini golf, kind of. Right. Um, right. Do they have Norwegian Ninja Warrior? No. They should really. They should get that. Get on that. Um, but we we, we had uh, we had uh, Norwegian American Gladiators. 
I guess Master of the Masters was kind of like uh, American Ninja Warrior a little bit. I mean, it's... Kind of, yes, other than that it's with sports people that are retired. More <laughs> retired. retired. <laughs> oh, yeah. oops. Oops. <laughs> I can see that being a show as well, though, but okay. Uh, oh but yeah, Hyperdrive <laughs> is basically about uh, these... These are all people who are professional, like, drift card racers and... Uh, whatever, professional uh, race car drivers, and they put them in this course that's like a giant obstacle course for cars with, like, mm-hmm. a huge bridge that they... Ha- that I literally had a hot... Not Hot Wheels. Uh, slot track racing. You know those little slot mm-hmm. slot cars? Mm-hmm. I had one of those that had that bridge thing on it that you would have to, like, stop in the perfect place and it would let the car down and you keep going. Uh, so and But this is in real life where there's a giant bridge and you go up it... And uh, the one where they have to drive through the water and everybody's car keeps stalling out because they're driving through the water. I mean, the show is kind of entertaining, but at the same time, really bad. Um, It is so weird because one of my main problems is that, like, one of Luke's favorite shows uh, includes a lot of drifting and car racing and things like that. And that's one of the elements of it. I fucking, fucking atrociously hate uh, Fast and the Furious uh, franchise. I don't care about the fucking cars. Like, I, I, I really, 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 really don't care about cars. Okay. I had a, I, 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 I had a old shitty car when I was driving. So it's like, like. Oh, look at this car! It has so many horsepowers, and this is this modified. And I was like, "Oh, I really don't care." But then I'm like, "But this is good, but it's bad. But it's good, but it's bad." <laughs> it's very weird. I mean, the entertaining part is the actual when the car mm-hmm. is actually doing the obstacle course cuz that's what it is it's just an obstacle course right um of like in stunt cars and the bad part to me was everything outside of that so the commentators yes. are terrible one of them is like yes. an MMA fighter who clearly knows nothing about cars or anything cars they just got him all. yeah, yeah cuz he's just a famous MMA fighter um the other guy is like this car guy you could tell they got this one guy who's like the car guy and he's talking about oh listen to those horsepower or like uh this car it's meant to stick to the road but this is a drifting course how you know they're doing all and then the the other part that i really didn't like was the like kind of every person has to have their person their personal story that part i don't like it's like uh, I wouldn't say it's sappy. It just seemed fake. It's like not everybody in this needs to have this amazing background uh, story. Like the one Japanese guy, that fe- they felt like super disingenuous that they went through his whole life and they're like, okay, have you ever had anybody die that you knew? Have you ever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they needed right. to come up with some story for this guy. So they're like, oh, we'll say that he started racing because his friend died. That like mm-hmm. years and years ago, which. It seemed like he was friends with the guy when they were already racing, so the connection didn't make any sense. But the racing itself is pretty fun because, I don't know, it's just so over the top. Yeah. 
And uh, I mean, the, the one that charters to Rome actually visits in South Africa, that story as well. Uh, it, so almost, like, um, right. it almost seemed like the oh, whole she, reason she, they she, made the show. So poor. Yeah, she's so poor. <laughs> and I, I was like, uh, when, when I saw Charlize Theron visit her, I was like, oh, she's going to fucking win this and shit. But she didn't. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't even get past, like, the first round. But No. The other thing I really like about this, as opposed to Holy Moly, I like the way the tournament is set up. I wish the tournament right. style on Holy Moly was like this, where they yes. built up episode by episode instead of having each episode mm -hmm. be a different set of people. I really like the tournament yes. style of this. But like you said, with the uh, South Africa thing, it almost felt like they, f uh, Charlie's Throne found this girl in South Africa, and then she went, how can I make a TV show about this? Right? right. <laughs> and then this whole TV show was built around this one girl. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. Overall, I gave it a 4 out of five, uh, 4.5 out of 10. Uh, I would give it a 4, yeah. It's all okay. Uh, Jersey Shore Season 3, Episode 1 and 2, I gave a 3. Because of season three. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, elementary, I will give an all-over score when I am done with it. But then, uh, I hope maybe you have seen this. I'm uh, guessing I have. What is the last? Huh? I'm guessing I have. Good. It's called Carnival Row. Carnival Row. Right. Carnival Row. I have a question before we talk about how it is. What other show does it remind you of? The other show we're going to talk about in like two seconds? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Except live action? Right. I, 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 I was sitting there uh, because I, I've seen all of it. Don't ask me why. Uh, but I, I saw all of Carnival Row. And I, I, I sat there and I was like, I was, I was kind of irritated because I was like, what does this remind me of? What does this remind me of? What does this remind me of? And I was like, oh, that's right. I saw the Dark Crystal movie <laughs> some days ago. <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. Because I saw Carnival Row because before I saw Dark Crystal. And, uh, yeah, it reminds me of that. But uh, what did you think about this show? You know what it also reminded me of? The movie uh, uh, Pan. Mm, yes. Yeah, uh, in a way. Uh, I was two episodes in your out on this show, I'll be honest. Okay. Uh, not mm -hmm. my cup of tea. I mean, I understand why people would like it. Uh, yeah. I, I was not a huge fan. I, I found wow. a lot of glaring errors in the story. Yes. <laughs> that that was yes. my biggest problem. Um. Right, this is about kind of a mythical uh, fu future in the past, right? So it's like in yeah. the past. <laughs> it's in the past, but if the past but was different, different and like right. uh, fairies and, uh, well, not fairies, but human-sized fairy people and then uh, right. other kind of like mythical creatures lived in... Uh, what what time period is this? Like early nineteen hundreds, right? Right. The, the, the series tries very to be very pumps, uh, uh, punk steam, 
uh, area uh, photography and everything. Right. Okay. And and it, uh, it, it tries to give like um like a punk steam punk is, is it punk steam it's called yeah I think it's a um uh, feeling. But yeah, I I thought I would love it. I mean, the acting is not very bad. Uh, it's Orlando Bloom and Carly Duffalfano, or whatever her name is. Right. In the two main roles. It's like Delavigne or something, I think. Something like that. Yeah. And um, I like both of them, but the script is uh, as weak as a soup made of nails or something. Yeah, it's, it's people like, say things in this that nobody in real life would ever say. They like introduce people in ways <laughs> where they're they. Oh, hello, Nigel. Nigel, what do you think, Nigel? Nigel. Right, it's like nobody right. says the name over and over and over again, and right. certain things where. Uh, kind of exposition where they're talking and they're, they're, they have to do exposition because we don't have any clue how this world came about. We're just tossed right. into it. So then they have to do these exposition lines to kind of explain things. And to me, it didn't really work. Uh, overall, I gave this a four, which is actually half a point lower than I gave hyperdrive from. Yeah. Um, I liked it enough. To, to watch the whole thing, I think the second half is better than the first half. Um, I kind of have a problem giving it too high score, but not too low score. So I feel a little, maybe a five is a little too low, but a seven is a little too high. So I think I will give it a six. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, according to the scores, like the the scores online right now, it's like ninety five percent of Google users liked it, but it's got fifty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, right, it seems like if critically, if you're somebody who enjoys well made TV shows and uh, can analyze a good good dialogue as opposed to terrible dialogue that feels awkward and stilted, right you're going to be on the Rotten Tomato side, where if you're just a regular kind of audience goer who doesn't really analyze the show, you're going to like right. it, right? So, yeah, there you go. Mm. Yeah, no. But, yeah, uh, I, I will give it a six. It's not the especially... It's, it's not the show uh, that I would uh, watch again and... When season two comes, I will probably give it a chance. Okay. What else did we see this week? <laughs> we watched The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, episode one. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I'll do a little what description. First episode, the title is End, <laughs> Beginning, All the Same. That's the, name mm -hmm. of the, t that's the title of the episode. Uh, in the land of Thra, a young guard discovers a terrible secret about Skeksis, the lo overlords who control the planet, and its powerful <laughs> crystal of truth. I mean, 
I I I I saw the movie like I said, um, and uh, there's a very very long scene in the beginning of the movie explaining everything, and I love that they have taken that very long movie scene in the beginning of the movie into the show with, with a different narr- narrator trying to explain to me all of this. Okay, because. Uh, do you know? Do you know? <laughs> uh, did you ever see the Warcraft movie? No, I never saw that. I heard it was terrible. Okay, it is terrible, but but I I I I, I kind of liked it, but uh, but I liked it for the wrong reasons. Right. Okay. But but uh, um, this this television show reminds me a little of off it because it's uh, an explanation that I had to listen to twice and I still didn't give a shit or understood what was going on in the show. (laughs) I had absolutely no fucking clue (laughs) what was going on. It is extremely hard <laughs> to care about uh, things, and the visual effects in this are on par with the movie made seventy years ago or something like that. And um, I never seen so many floating vaginas in my entire life. Uh, well, at least symbols for them. It seemed like every... <laughs> all the symbols for each of the lands is a different uh, part of the vagina. So there's one that's like the labia, and there's one that's the fallopian <laughs> tubes, right? And there's one that's the clitoris. You're like, why is all uh, all the symbols parts... I don't know, was that in the movie, or was that just the TV show? I don't remember the movie well enough. No, I don't really remember and well, I you just the watched the movie, yeah, but you don't <laughs> even you didn't pay attention to that, right? It, or it was just yeah. more obvious in this. I mean, from the movie, Fro, did this mm. seem like it was? Uh, did it feel like a prequel, or it, it, yes? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very uh, related to what's going to happen in in in, in the right. The, okay. Uh, I don't remember the movie. I haven't seen it in 30, well, no, probably 20 years. So, uh... It doesn't hold up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This show, I was not a huge fan of, I'll be honest. Um, It... uh, I don't think I could watch this entire uh, 10 episodes. We're going to watch the next one and see how it goes. We might not watch any more after that. We'll see. But... Probably not. (laughs) I will give you a very, very big warning now. We will probably not do it because it's it's very expedition. Like it's made to binge. That's one of the problems. Definitely. It. Yeah. It is. It is very made to binge, and I think one of my main problems of it is half of this episode is very like, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And the cliffhanger was uh, very stupid, and I like the evil people are so 
cool, over the top evil uh, that they're like, <laughs> we have a plan. <laughs> right. We're going to do evil stuff. <laughs> and do you know what? I'm I get a little tired in my head <laughs> after like hearing. 30 minutes of dialogue of me. <laughs> right. This is one hour fucking shows. One hour show of like cackling and and bad dialogue and bad visual effects and bad acting and bad voice control and the storyline I couldn't give two fucks about because I don't understand it. I understand the storyline. I, I mean, to a degree. I the one thing that uh, the visual effects, uh, the special, uh, the visuals of it, I guess I should say, they're they're uh, they are what they are. But the show acts because it has this like dramatic Ooh. music when they pull out from like to show oh. a, a castle or to show this bridge. When they show the bridge and the 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 bad guys are going uh, in their carriages on it and whatever, and they're panning out with the camera, and it's got this dramatic music to be like, look at this amazing visual, and it's like, the visual isn't as uh, up to par to me as the music is making it out to be. It's like, it, right. the the music is more over the top than the visual itself. It's uh, And this, this first episode was definitely trying to build the world you're in and make you feel like, uh, okay, this is the visual style we're going for. But to me, the visual style strangely felt like team America. Yep. yep. Right. And so yeah. I don't know that every, uh, I kept get, uh, in my head going back to feeling like they were marionettes. And I don't think that's a good yes. thing. No. And uh, what I mean with the storyline, it's, it's not that it's very complicated, but it's, it's like, uh, do I care about this girl and this uh, boy? And I mean, one of the weirdest sex scenes in in my entire life is in this fucking first episode. Was that sex? I, I think it is. Yeah. I so that's supposed to be like a, a representation of what they think sex I, is, because I don't. I'm not sure yeah. it is because the princess later in the show. Says she wants to what? What do they call it? Dream, uh, something dreaming, and she wants to do the same right. thing with her mom, so she can remember. Oh, so I don't think it is sex. Oh, okay. Unless okay. they, okay. you know, maybe Gelfling culture is different than a you know, human culture. Uh -huh. I, I don't know. Um, but uh, and and that there there's so many different uh, groups and. Uh, how they intertwine and how they work together, and and we meet also like underground people that uh, nobody has seen for many years, and we are supposed to care about all this. Like I I did not give two fucks. I also thought anything. the different groups of uh, different uh, what what do we call them clans. Uh, right. They didn't look different enough to the point no, where I'm no. getting confused as to which storyline I'm currently well, watching. Yes, thank you. That's what was confusing to me. I got yeah that, but uh, as far as the story, I still understood the story. It was just 
every time right. it switched, I had to be like, okay, what am I watching right now? Uh, is this the princess? Right. Or is this the guard? Because they look almost identical, right? right? Um, yeah, at the beginning, I had to double check myself and be like, okay, how many characters are are here? What's going on? Right. And, and the beginning part, it it brings you into it and it has so much information that you need to like oh. soak in to understand that I thought that was way over the top. Overall, what do you what do you think you're going to give this first episode? Uh a 2.5. I'll give it a 3. Yeah. Yep. So Last uh, next week is definitely the last time we'll talk about this. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if nothing very, very, very special happens, if it suddenly John John Cleese comes in and John Goodman and Sigourney uh, 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 Weaver uh, suddenly appears in the next episode. I think I think we will see something else. Do you know what I don't think we will see? What? UFOs. Uh, it's yeah, I, it's very possible. Did you hear? Mm. Speaking of UFOs, before we get into the main topic and UFOs, uh, mm-hmm. that what's his name? Uh, Elon Musk came out and said that he doesn't believe UF uh, that the government has contacted UFOs. He believes or he doesn't believe? He doesn't believe. He said that somebody asked him okay. at like a little conference thing if he thought there was UFOs. I think they were at the time, it was like a little uh, Q&A thing. I think they were talking okay. about the Area 51 thing, right? And he was say, yeah. he said, I have an area, he said, I have Area 57 and it's way more interesting than Area 51 is one thing he said. The other thing he said is <laughs> if, the, if the government had contacted aliens, I would know about it is the other thing he said. <laughs> oh. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no. I I don't know how much I trust Elon Musk, but right. Sure. I mean, just interesting uh kind of transition because we're going to talk about some UFO religion this week uh, called Oh, universe people. All right. <laughs> or the cosmic yeah. people of light power. Yes. So, uh look, what is the universe people all about? It is a Czech uh, and Slovakian UFO religion founded in the 1990s and centered around Ivo A. Benda. The belief system is based upon the existence of extraterrestrial civilizations communicating with Benda and other contactees uh, since October 1997 uh, telepathically and later even by direct personal contact. Uh, they are considered to be the most distinctive UFO religion in the Czech Republic. Is it me, or does this uh, name sound like a sex act? See, I think of Bender from Futurama. I have ah, a Bender. I don't know why. I have a Bender. Yeah, I think I I think of bending over and yeah, things like that. Yeah, so um, following the mass suicide of the members of the cult Heaven's Gate in 1997, uh, the universe uh, people attracted the attention of the Czech uh, media as a group with similar ideology and potential to commit similar acts. 
the probability of this development has demolished in the late years. Uh, on several occasions, the group also managed to appear in Czech and Slovakian mass media. Uh, I mean, you and me, we read a lot of Czech and Slovakian newspapers. <laughs> of course, so, all the time. All the time. <laughs> and watch, watch uh, Czech and Slovakian Television? Uh, no. No, 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 we never do that. Um, <laughs> let's go into a little bit of history. Let's start with uh, Ivo A. Ivo A. Benda uh, began his public activities in the middle of the 1990s. He organized more than 180 le lectured, lectures, uh, which were visited by more than 12,000 people. This is according to him. In 1997, he published a book, uh, Razhavi... Oh, wow. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll do it in English. Interviews with instructions from my friends <laughs> from the universe. Uh, at the beginning of the 2000s, he managed to penetrate the mass media. He appeared on Nora TV and Ch Czech television is state broadcasting. Some of visitors of his public lectures considered his speeches uh, a perfect mystification or joke. However, psychiatric Psychiatrists labeled his performances as bizarre psychotic delusions. So some of these Ooh. people take it as like uh, uh, a mystical thing, and other people that follow him just take it as a joke. But people say, or psychiatrists think that this guy is nuts. Uh, from 1998 to 2000, the ideology of the universe people was close to sec sectarianism. Uh, a form of prejudice or discrimination or hatred arising from attracting relations of inferior or superior superiority to differences between or within groups. So it sounds like... Yeah, they, they are very, very white Aryan type. Right, sounds like... With the central idea of coming cosmic catastrophe and evacuation of people to another planet. However, their later mm -hmm. efforts moved to to defense against the attack of neg of negative extraterrestrial be beings called uh, saurians or lizard people Re saurians or reptilian hu humanoids mm -hmm. in the second half of the 2000s Ivo Benda and his group became more public uh, known in uh, Slovakia in 2007 the Slovak private television Channel TV yo 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 <laughs> yo yo uh, reported uh, the universe uh, people sent instruction of how to defend at, against attacks of evil uh, extraterrestrial entities to the Slovakian Minister of Defense. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm, sure, I'm, I'm very sure they're happy getting a letter how to protect themselves. Uh, the envelope also contained suspicious material which alarmed the Slovakian military police and security services. One of the buildings of the ministry was evacuated. Uh, the envelopes contained instructional CDs and promotional materials of the group. Ivo uh, Benda started uh, stated on TV, If you were attacked by a lizard man, from an outer world, the Ministry of Defense should defend the people, shouldn't it? Uh, 
or do you consider the solicited people as friends? The suspicion of security threats was unproven. So these people believe that there's a inherent threat from lizard people and that the government mm-hmm. needs to uh, be defending us do against these lizard people. Yeah. But he's also saying, or do you consider those lizard people as friends, saying maybe the government is working with the lizard people, Fro? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into their ideology. Benda... Uh, According to Benda, extraterrestrial civilizations operate a fleet of spaceships led by Ashtar Galactic Command uh, orbiting the Earth. They closely watch and help good, help the good and are waiting to transport their followers to another dimension. The universe people's teachings incorporate various elements of UFO, ufology, uh, Christianity, and conspiracy theories. Uh, forces of evil are supposed to plan compulsory chip uh, chipping of the population, like putting computer chips in everybody. Right, and you had the uh, in the late uh, 1990s, you had a very big uh, religious uh, Christian movement against people. Uh, saying that the end of time would be a chip in the hand for credit cards and things like that. So right. it's very popular in, in, in Christian, uh, and that would be Christian the Christian conspiracy theories. Actually, we should cover that right. sometime. I th- what was it called, uh, the, the actual name of the chip? I don't know, but I remember watching videos in like the late 90s or maybe early Mark 2000s. The well, yeah, there was a name for the actual chip, like the V chip or something like that. Yeah, V chip. Yes. yes. Uh, and that, yeah, that the Christians believe mm-hmm. that it was the the mark of the beast from the Bible, right? Right. Uh, Benda's based his philosophy on information from many independent b- books, including Angels in Starships, Inside the Spaceship, Bringers of the Dawn, and others. He also adopted parts of Swiss citizen Billy Mears' philosophy. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see, Edward Albert Meir, commonly nick- nicknamed Billy, is the founder of a UFO religion called, oh, wow, something in German. Mm-hmm. And Do you want me con- to say it? Yeah, go ahead. Freie Inschichtgeraufen für Grenzen und Gerufsverschaffend und Ufogologenstudium. We need to write that down because we're gonna probably we'll cover that in the future. Because I've never even heard of this <laughs> UFO religion, and we didn't have it on our list, but we do now. Uh, you know. <laughs> however, uh, some of Benda's philosophy uh, is in conflict with Mir- Mirrors, and Mirrors has declined any contact with uh, Benda or does not recognize and does not recognize his movement. Uh, members of the movement distrust modern technology and control mechanisms of society they consider mass media to be a tool of oppression and manipulation i kind of agree with them there despite this uh, benda often seeks contact with journalists to tell his ideas to the public they often have problems with copyright infringement because benda has declared that the only copyright owners are universe creatures who do not consider copyright important (laughs) that's a way to get around copyright law it's like yeah, but the gods are the only ones that that count. They're because they created everything. So how can you copyright anything? That's a good point. How could Christians copyright anything if God created everything, Fro? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, the movement also wants to abolish uh, money. 
completely get rid yeah. of money altogether. I some of this stuff I, I'm totally in agreement with them on. <laughs> something we will come uh, a little closer into when we go to a website. I think it's time we to go, go to there. The... I think it's time to go to their yes. website. Oh, a website from the nineties again. It is so from the nineties. Yes. I don't know what. I, maybe there's just one guy who does all these UFO religions <laughs> websites, and he just never learned uh, oh. anything besides whatever PHP or whatever this is. Oh, this is so funny! But uh, it's it's so funny. Twenty people from a uh, hundred uh, citizens. Now, two hundred people from hundred uh, from hundred cities, villages of a. Uh, 94 countries in the world downloaded files, and it's Estonia, and I I was like, Quebec, and oh, Norway. <laughs> I was like, whoa, cool. All right, this is uh, heavenly-angels.org. We should say that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think uh, Ashar Sharan, the picture of Ashar Sharan, how would you? How does he look like? Uh, like a Swedish guy. <laughs> what was that yeah. al uh, that alien TV show? That American alien TV show with the uh, it had the uh, the reporter who goes to that little town, and then there's the three different kinds of aliens, and one of them is the big giant Swedish guy. The big blonde Swedish guy. It looks like that. Oh yes. Um, gosh. Yes, that show. <laughs> but yeah, no. This website is so. Oh, it's so fantastic because there's more than seven thousand pages of text to download. More than five thousand pictures and news articles. Oh, uh, it's called People of Earth. People of Earth, yes. Right. And uh, there's there's so many pictures and so many cool things, and I don't, I don't, I really, 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 really don't know where we should start. I mean, let's go to pictures, I guess. Uh... And if you go, if you click pictures, it just has like hundreds, it's got uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures. Um, so many pictures. So many. So many. And they're, it, I don't understand what most of them are even about or for or anything. Because like you go in, go to, um, go down to pictures in English and click the very first like link and like one through one hundred and twenty-four. Uh sure. Do you see it? No. hundred and thirty eight to a hundred and fifty. No, if you you're seeing pictures and then scroll down past uh -huh. the boxes and then in, in red it says pictures in English. Oh pictures in yes. Thank you. Yes. Right. Okay, then click the very first link one one through one hundred and twenty-four. Yes, yes. And here we have pictures. It, it looks like pictures of UFOs. Yes. Uh, and it also has pictures of like random shit, uh, like this guy who looks I don't know, like a Buddhist maybe. <laughs> and it says, "This is the way. 
This is the way Hal looks a shining man, a terrestrial being with the shining heart chakra, spiritual heart. It's a sign of the right love of this being. The picture was taken on a sunny day. <clears throat> Everything is surrounded by visible light. So I think this picture, you see what the picture I'm talking about? Yes. It looks, I think they're saying that that like a little spot, this artifact from the camera is his heart chakra shining. That's what they're uh, suggesting. His heart chakra. Of course. That's so obvious. And if you go click uh, the picture of Jesus, go ahead and click the picture of Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ, incarnation of Orthone, the spiritual guarantee, guarantee of our galaxy, the appearance of the uh, oh, Turin Canvas Turin is very canvas, yeah. is very good. He had blue eyes. What? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what is it? And in the in the picture, it doesn't look like he has blue <laughs> eyes at all. I think they say yeah that uh, this picture is wrong because it, he has the wrong color eyes. I think that's going back to that racist stuff we were talking about earlier. Can you click on thirty one, look? Okay. What the fuck is that? It looks like maybe like an Incan, kind of like maybe a, you know, like piece of ornamental gold from like an Incan civilization. Is that what it kind of looks like to you? But my guess Wait, is they're saying, <laughs> my guess is they're saying that this is like a representation of a UFO from like an oh, ancient civilization. Yes. So much pictures. Oh. But, uh, sky jelly. Uh, Did you see the sky jellyfish? Mm -hmm. Go down to 45. 45, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 120 is kind of funny because that's clearly a kid that has painted this picture. Uh, Ashtar Shatan with a spaceship visiting jerk, uh, Earth, painted by Tereska. Tereska. Uh, yeah, it, there's another yeah. There's a bunch of little kid drawings right here. So there's another one, cigar-shaped aircraft. So what, what number was that? Uh, one twenty-three, cigar-shaped aircraft carrying Ashtar Squadron on the cut, drawn by eight-year-old. Oh, Terazaka, the same person using mental sight. So this little kid was is using <laughs> mental sight visits. Only some rooms are presented here. Uh, the top two floors are dedicated to work. There is a rest floor at the bottom, and the left from the middle are cosmic people singing. On the right, there is music and dancing on both sides of the spaceship. And on top, there are drawn small, oh, small ships being released from the bigger ship. And uh, 124 as well. This picture presents the visit of our cosmic friends and their men, uh, mental bodies. This is a beautiful experience. We are improving our abilities to feel the individual cosmic people. We develop our love to them. We create personal relationship to them. Talk to them using telepathy. <laughs> we feel their love, peace of mind, and their energy caringness and harmonization yeah i'm gonna go back to like the main page fro oh la la i love this page 
I, I could I could I, I could probably sit here for weeks and look at pictures. There's so I want to find. I didn't realize. <laughs> maybe I missed it, and I needed to like do a little more research into Terazakia. But I want to find a little more about this kid who's doing some kind of. Uh, what did it say? Mental sight, where he's like, yeah. he can see the spaceship in the sky without actually having to go there. He's just using his brain. So go to the main page, and if you scroll down quite a ways, it says, I have an angelic dream. It's very hard to come back to the main page. Sorry. Uh, it says what? I have an angelic dream. So it says, I have an angelic dream that one day Earth nations will rise up and live out one true meaning of their creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Hmm, where did he get that? Uh, I have an angelic dream that one day the planet Earth and the sons of angels of heaven and the sons of former angels of darkness will be able to sit down together at the table of love and brotherhood. I have an angelic dream that one day even the planet Earth uh, the desert planet, uh, the a planet of sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of slavery and oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. And it goes on and on and on and on, uh, pretty much the same way. Uh, but do you know what I did? I did uh, see a movie this week because uh, guess what? They have movies. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, they have clips. Uh, they're called movies. Uh, one of them is called Swine Flu, <laughs> uh, the means of Syrians to ship people, total control and enslavement of all people is the beginning. So, uh, you remember when we talked about religions that are against uh, vaccination? Mm-hmm. Yes, this is one of them. <laughs> Yeah, if you... Okay. It's hard to, like, say where these things are on their page because the main page is just right. one giant page. This is massive. But if you go down below, uh, right below where it says, I have an angelic dream, you scroll down. Well, actually, I'm going to read the last part of that. It says, There is no force to stop this angelic dream. The light wins, and the light is the source of life, given to us as a gift from the prime creator of all and everything who has been for eons everywhere and in everything, the absolute love, wisdom, good, good truth, and intelligence given to all of you, dear people, by the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is... Mm. Uh, so they definitely believe in Jesus, but if you go down and you see heaven and hell, and then right under that, don't get chipped by the Saurians, Fro. No. You see that? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this is what it was called, RFID chip, not the V-chip. I think the V-chip mm. was something that they had in the TVs in, like, the 90s. Um, it says, nowadays, this problem uh, concerns 97.5% of, of Earthmen who infernal Saurons about to chip. These people appear within the range from initial point to the middle of the third revolution of the spiritual path, of course. Of course, bro. Mm -hmm. uh, this problem doesn't concern 2.5% of all Earthmen. Loving, positive people appearing within the range from the middle of the third revolution to the seventh revolution of the spiritual path. They choose positive life and they are duly protected by heavenly angels whom are here to help them. 
these people and they are ready to evacuate them at any time. And also by the primary creator of everything and everybody, the absolute love, good truth, wisdom, and intelligence. Was that even a... <laughs> did that mean anything? No. Do you see the banner that says, we love you and we are here, are helping you? Do you see that? No. Where Where is this? <laughs> Do I need <laughs> to go up, up or down from where I was? And down to the under underneath the movies underneath the movies what well you 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 go underneath the flags underneath the evolution of the plan of the planet earth okay and underneath the evacuation ev <laughs> ev plan of planet earth uh, there's a lot of pictures there's a picture of a starship then there's spiritual path Yep, I see it. And then there's lectures. Movies. And okay. then there's 15 movies that we can download in, in Czech and in, in English. I've downloaded one, by the way. Uh, and there's a banner that says, we love you and we are helping you. Right, okay. So you I had to that? go way up. It was way up from the last thing I was at. Okay. Right. Who are the cosmic people and the forces of life? They are people, uh, beautiful beings, full of love, good wisdom and harmony and joy. They are immensely loving, contagious, and they live uh, according with the cosmic creator's laws. Cosmic universe people of the forces of light do normally live in higher dimensions, spheres commonly called par uh, paradise or heavens. Their world is full of love, enjoyment, beauty, and diversity. There is no evil or hatred. They don't identify themselves with such negative attributes. Lots of spaceships <laughs> with lots of loving and sorry, and more contagious beings from many cosmic civilizations or from higher dimensions of cosmos are currently situating around Earth in the order to help Earth. She is a living, conscious being. Uh, uh, did you know that Earth was a female, by the way? Uh, and humankind is an environment to the higher fifth dimension. However, the ships are not normally visible thanks to special power shields. This <laughs> Uh, this this is why we can't see them. Look, they have special power shields. Yeah, actually, this yeah. is because yeah, yeah. Uh, this is because according to the universe, <laughs> cosmic laws beings from higher dimensions cannot manifest in masses to civilization in a lower dimension without agreement of that civilization. So we are too stupid <laughs> to see them. Actually, if you go up, go up a little bit from where you're at, uh, above movies, uh, right, oh. two pictures above spiritual path. Mm -hmm. See that? Yep. That is the spaceship, bro. There yep. you go. A picture of the spaceship, uh, the mother spaceship, the Grand Cosmic Squadron of Ashtar Sharon, and it, it has mm -hmm. all the different 
I guess it's got what? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. It's 12 stories high, at least, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got artificial lake in it, uh, halls for cultural activities, medical rooms, observation <laughs> decks, relaxation area with forest, parks, and lands. And lands? What does that even mean? <laughs> Uh, aerials for a- area for animals and flora from various worlds, so not just from Earth. No, not from just right. Earth. So it's got, and then it shows you the electromagnetic field you were just talking about, the yep. aura of the ship. Uh, <laughs> but if you go back, go back to the main page, and then go uh, what three pictures above that, where it says cooperation of heavenly angels with Earthmen. You see that? Hmm. Underneath? Above. Above the picture of the... Oh, oh, above the picture, yes. Yeah. So it says... Yes, on, I see that. In this, it says, Since 1949, the angels from heavens have been constantly, uh, patiently offering a personal contact and cooperation <laughs> with the supreme... Oh, my God. ...and representatives of any state of planet Earth. The personal contacts proceed... Proceeded in autumn 1949 in the U.S. and the Soviet Union, and in 1954 in the U.S. Didn't it already? Did it just say you the U.S.? But, but but look, the tenth picture on the first row there—that's the King oh of Norway. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Say that again. <laughs> the tenth, the tenth picture of the people. Uh, there is the King of Norway. Oh, up, up top. I, I was looking at the pictures yes. of the people down below. Okay. No, 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 no. On, on top there is the King of Norway. You said the tenth one over? Yeah, the tenth. From the, from left to right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's got it's Barack Obama. So this is mm-hmm. it's not totally up to date. Oh my gosh, bro. We, In this picture... We did Elizabeth. If you look on the far, like, if you look at the the drawn picture and you look at the top right-hand corner of the drawn picture, what's that? That's that little gold thing we were just looking at in the in the picture. God, it is that little gold thing. Wow. It says here, the angels from heaven do temporarily, prote- temporarily protect Earth men from physical invasion uh, of these infernal entities, meaning uh, the bad aliens. They independently... Independently of contacts with the head of representative states, heavenly angels have been for tens of years successfully expanding cooperation with millions of Earthmen from all countries in accordance with the free will of these people. Yeah. But uh, uh, look, I think this picture is predicting the pu- uh, future. Do you know the, who that uh, uh, alien on the bottom looks like? It looks like a generic white woman. And uh, who does that uh, white man look like? It looks like uh, the former vice president. It, does, the, it looks uh, like Joe Biden. I was like, I, I'm Joe looking Biden. at it going, it looks like somebody. <laughs> it really does look like Joe Biden. Uh, oh, my God. It's predicted in future. <laughs> oh, no. <coughs> wow. Joe Biden is an alien. Or No, he's just working with the aliens, see? He's uh, one of he's one of the Earthmen that, that are uh, independently contacted by the Grand Cosmic Squadron to appeal the head of representatives of all states of this planet. Right. 
But yeah, this uh, it's very sad. Oh my gosh! But, here uh, we go. <laughs> loving angel, uh, loving angels of heaven would would like to appear publicly before all Earthmen, fro. However, they won't show up unless vast masses of Earthmen are interested in it. This is what also why the spreading of these actual information is also is all people is so necessary. <laughs> that, okay. Mm. That's very English. But yeah, very sadly, they don't have uh, a, sh a shop because everything is fucking free here. But uh, I, I I went uh, on the side there. There's a scrolling thing that you can scroll. And you can go to advertising means. Where is it? Advertising means. I don't under, see the thing uh, where, you, where you scroll. Okay. It, you know the main main site, right? Okay. Oh. You can scroll where where you see the picture of Arshar Shar. Ah, I see. It. You're right. On, on the left-hand side is what you're talking about. Right. And it says advertising... Ad Means? Means. Means, Means okay. yes. Yes. And I want you to read that for me. Could you do that? Make sure to keep original color saturation when printing in advertising agencies. Please insist that the materials be produced with correct and true colors. Uh, so this is like a bunch of uh, advertising material for people. It says, Freedom of expression is guaranteed by the Constitution of the Czech Republic and the Charter of the Fundamental Rights and Freedoms. Freedoms of expression and the right to information are guaranteed. Everybody has the right to express freely his or her opinion by word, in writing, in the press, in pictures, or in any other form, as well as freely to seek, receive, and disseminate ideas and information. Censorship is not permitted. Is that what you're talking okay. about? Uh, well, what do they want the people to do? What is the advertising means they are talking about? Well, I, what do you mean? Day one is a warning to people. Two is effective spreading of info from heavenlyangels.org uh, on other websites through the globe. Three is logos and banners. Oh, that. Four is the leaflet system, yes. Right, you can click every one of those. And, and each one of these has uh, advertising. Yes. For these different things, right. And we are going to number nine. T-shirts and jackets, Luke. Right, okay. And <laughs> why are all of them yellow? I don't know. Uh, and it doesn't <laughs> say if you can get it in different... Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, it's for uh, to people to, to cut out. It's download. It download, download, and then you can put it on your on your own shirt. Like if you go, <laughs> if you click the one, they don't, the, they don't even sell the fucking shirts. If you click the very bottom left hand one, it shows you how to make a pin to just pin it onto your shirt. Not even like make it, at, not like iron on or anything like that. <laughs> oh, look at the one that's like the middle right. It says. <coughs> Stop chipping things and people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Stop chipping things and people. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, but yeah, they don't even sell the t-shirts. I was so disappointed when I found this. I was like, oh, finally something they sell. No. If Yeah, it's all uh, free. This is just to like spread the word, right? If you go to warnings, the very first one is, Heavenly Angels are warning against chipping and enslaving of people. And it shows like, it looks like a Tic Tac flying past Earth for some reason. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I I really, 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 really recommend you to go to this website because it's so fucking filled with information, and we could sit there and for ages because there's like over ten thousand pages. I mean, at, at least I will give them this. It's not a uh, 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 underwhelming source of in- information. They, they, they at least <laughs> have a lot of information, even though it's fucking lunatic crazy. I will give them that. If you go, uh, if you scroll down the left hand scroll thing, it says Cosmic Friends on TV. It's number 33. Mm-hmm. It says here. Yes. Uh, take a think, and you will find this polarity everywhere. It is arranged so due to your evolution so that you manage to liberate yourselves and make a choice. By watching television, you are choosing the passive role and the reception of alien thoughts. And television has the filling function instead of educational function. Uh, you can call it amusing function. You often hear, often have a fear of staying alone. You fear your own thoughts. Uh, so in order to not hear them, you'd rather stuff it up, <coughs> stuff up your senses with television and radio. Yep, that's what they think of TV, bro. Uh, it's uh, it is and will be so and never be other way. Learn to listen to yourself and surroundings of l- love with love and feel. You need no television, radio, or even music. All you need is your within music. Yeah. Yeah, There's a, this whole thing is really interesting. They're talking about uh, being hypnotized by television, and it drags you into the story, which actually does not directly relate to you. Uh, as if you didn't have enough problems, now you have problems from the things you're watching on TV. <laughs> yeah, they hate television, apparently. But then again, they have this very cute cat, so. And it says love, love and like one, one another. That's very cute. It's, yeah. a, it's a good meme yeah. from them. <laughs> so look, uh, where does this end up on the crazy scale? Wow. Uh, I mean, this, <laughs> this is out there, and we... Really, this is one of those things where there's so much to cover, and I we haven't even oh. like scratched the surface. But we gotta we gotta wrap this up. So, uh, I mean, overall, this is totally nuts. This is up there with all the other. It's it's crazier than some of the other UFO religions we've done, honestly. Yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a solid nine. Oh, I'm I'm giving this a nine. Yeah, definitely. I think this is even more crazy than solitarism. Was that the Nazi 
bear one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much information. That's one of the biggest problems of this organization. It's like it's so much. They're overloading. Like we we could we we could sit here for days and days and days and days and read uh, out. Uh, we 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 could probably have a hundred shows just on this one website, <laughs> right? And it's on again one website, <laughs> angels-heaven.org, right. Uh, right? And I guess to wrap this up, I found it says, "What about computers? Uh, the second most prominent piece of hardware in the United States is a computer. How many of you work on computers and end up getting headaches, particularly when you work for a large corporation and are hooked up to their mainframe?" With a question mark, mm-hmm. the mainframe's giving you a headache, bro. Uh, large companies are into aspects of mind control. They use your mind to generate energy to achieve something for themselves. Personal computers are not as potent and powerful as, you know, the computers uh, at large corporations hooked up to the mainframe fro the mainframe. Movie round, Luke. Let's start uh, with uh, the worst movie and go to the best. How about that? Sure. All right. Yes, uh, Dark Phoenix I watched this week. Uh, I downloaded it, so don't worry, I didn't pay for it. Okay. Because I'm not a, I'm not a fucking moron. Uh, this is the last uh, in the X-Men universe, and it's critically uh, acclaimed to be the worst X-Men movie, and it is the worst X-Men movie. Um, uh, It's trying to retcon things that have happened in other movies, and uh, giving it its explanations and things like that. There's a lot of time, time travel that doesn't fucking work in this movie. It is one of the biggest pieces of shit I've seen this year, and I'm giving it a two. Okay. Uh, I saw something you saw last week. I watched the Dave Chappelle Sticks and Stones uh, stand-up bit. Ah, cool. And the one thing we didn't cover last week, mostly probably because it had just come out, and so uh, none of the articles for it, about it, had come out. Like, nobody had really covered it in the news and anything, but... People were not happy about uh, some of the things he said in here, uh, but that's true of every Dave Chappelle stand-up. But this one specifically, people. But it's so funny, right? I loved. It. I I gave this a nine out of ten. Um, I mean, I it's clear he made it specifically to make people yep. mad who are gonna get who are gonna get offended by anything he says. Right, Dave Chappelle comes yep. out and makes any statement. Somebody, some certain person's gonna get mad. So he decided, I'm just gonna make all of them mad, and then, <laughs> right, and then how, how can uh, it won't just be for one side? Then every, if everybody's mad at me, then uh, it won't really matter. You know, it, I, it will matter less, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, but I mean, overall, I thought it was really good. Uh, a lot of stuff about, you know, uh, cancel culture and kind of. Um, what's a good word for uh, P- the PC kind of culture we're in right now where you can't say certain things or certain people can say certain things mm. o- uh, that other people can't say and what's 
what what you can say to certain people, what you can't say to other people, things like that. And I think he's always kind of been that way his whole career. And he he hasn't changed. His stand-up hasn't changed, but society has changed, right? And so it, mm-hmm. it's interesting to see that uh, the dichotomy between... This is the same Dave Chappelle that everybody loved from the Chappelle show, and that was the same edgy kind of comedy, and those same people that liked him when he did that are now upset at him for doing this, which I think is funny. But again, I give it a 9 out of 10. I really like it. Yeah, I gave it a 9 out of 10 last week, so we totally agree. Um, the other movie I saw this week uh, is called Tone Deaf. It's a... Uh, comedy horror thriller uh it's about a woman that is uh, asked to spend a, a weekend uh, on in the countryside after losing her job looking for a, like uh and she doesn't want to get in a relationship and things like that and she runs uh, this country house uh, from a widower who struggles to uh, hide his uh, psychopathic uh, tendencies. So uh, it has Amanda Cruz, uh, Robert Patrick, Haley, Mary Norman in it. I will give it a five out of ten. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, I saw. Let's see, which were, which were, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Jawline, which I believe was a Hulu okay. documentary, uh, okay. and it's about social media stars, uh, maybe, uh, teen social media stars, specifically, like, it was a, a lot about musically, so this, uh, those kind of musically male teenage stars that are specifically pulling from like the 14 year 13 year old 14 year old uh female demographic you know what i mean uh and it was all about the this one kid who is trying to become a social media icon he's got you know he's working his way up by himself and then it also follows this other guy who you're gonna know of fro and this is why you should watch this documentary you remember tanacon yeah Remember Segway guy? Yeah. That guy is in this documentary. <laughs> oh. And it's it, he's the he's like the social media manager for all these musically kids who are doing all the you know oh my musically gosh. was uh, before TikTok. It, it, it was yes. right. Um and so it's all it's about him and him he's got this house where he's got all these like I don't know 15 16 year old boys living and doing social media posting every day it's really weird uh it's got 96 percent on rotten tomatoes i would recommend it uh i give it a six out of ten uh as far as a documentary goes pretty standard but if you want to see segway guy they never went into the tanacon stuff but they don't show him he he's in this documentary you can see how much of a douchebag he is (laughs) wow we saw that in the Danicon documentary as well. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, see if you sniffed up uh, a little like red thread of the movies I saw this week, uh, other than one. 
Uh, I saw um, In Fabric. It's a comedy horror. <laughs> it's uh, about this uh, haunted dress uh, that passes okay. on from person to person. Right. Uh, uh, this has Gwendolyn Christine Sisten Babette Knutsen. Uh, that's why I saw, saw it. And uh, uh, it is very interesting, but it is very, it's very independently made and some of the camera shots and things like that uh, kind of feels like it has a very independent like draw of it that's why i give it such a low score but i love the story so i give it a 6.5 okay mm -hmm. what was the name of it in again fab in fabric right okay Mm -hmm. I saw a movie that came out in March of this year uh, with Matthew McConaughey and Snoop Dogg in it <laughs> called The Beach Bum. Uh, yeah, I like this movie. It's about a, a writer who's a beach bum kind of guy. Um, mm -hmm. And he it's kind of his adventure after his... I, Oh, Jonah Hill's also in it, who is his kind of, like, yeah. manager. His manager wants to stop giving him money or whatever, and then he, he gets writer's block, and, yeah, his his daughter kind of wants to disown him, kind of. It's it's a... I don't... I thought this was... When I initially started watching it, I thought it was based on a true story or something, right? Doesn't it feel like... Yeah. It should be based on, like, this guy w was a right. real person? But I guess it was actually just inspired by a Jimmy Buffett song. Is what I read, right. uh, uh, which they do. There's a lot of references to Jimmy Buffett in this as well. Um, mm -hmm. Overall, I gave it a five. I thought it was middle of the road. Really, that low? Okay. I thought it had a good message, but there were certain things that were super cheesy and dumb about it. A anything with Snoop Dogg in it was; those parts were all really dumb. Uh, right, right. I do like the ending. I'm not going to ruin it, but the ending yes. part, the the moral. Of the story and and the cat is very funny. So, yes, I would probably give it a six point five. It's a long time since I saw it. I, I think I saw it when it came out. Right. Okay. Um, the last movie I saw was uh, Jim Jarmusch movie that we have talked about on the show and also had for another digital review. Uh, the Dead Don't Die. It's a comedy horror movie. Look, okay. I heard I've said that before, maybe. Um, this didn't get that many great reviews when we had it uh, for another digital review. Uh, but I remember both you and me said, oh, it's a Jim Jarmusch movie. Uh, Jim Jarmusch makes good movies. I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. But I think... Uh, if you like horror movies, if you like The Walking Dead and things like that, you will be utterly disappointed. But I thought this was funny. I thought it was uh, interesting. And 
I think it's maybe Adam Driver's best role so far. Um, Bill Murray is a little wasted in this movie, but Adam Driver was very good. Mm-hmm. I give it a seven and a half. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to see it. Uh, I know That's... I was interested in seeing it, yeah. Yeah. So we were going to cover a Playmobil movie this week. Yeah. What happened? It got moved to December for some reason. I I don't know why. Did they have to re-edit it? Or maybe they just didn't want to go against, uh, in this month against the other, what what is it? Uh, The other kids movie that was this month? Mm. Uh, Dora. Dora. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I guess Scary Stories was also this month. Uh, Angry and, and Angry Birds. Yeah, maybe they moved Playmobil because of the, it was too close to all these other movies. That could have been it as well. But instead of that, we're going to cover... I don't know how to say it. Saho? UV Creation. T-Series. T-series. Film. Uh-huh. Oh. be ashamed of ourselves. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I love watching trailers. I have absolutely no clue what they're talking about. Right? We just had like one line of English and then the rest of it's... <laughs> okay, she's clearly a... reporter. Crime reporter? Oh, I thought she was a police officer. You think crime reporter? Gangsters. Gangsters. Oh, in Caracas, right? Mm-hmm. Maha, an important locker. This is only one job. The black box. Oh, the black box. Whoa! <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> what is going on? What the fuck is going on? What was that? I no clue. Romance only. Baby, won't you oh, what is happening? Why is this now? <laughs> it's all of a sudden a love story. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is the water pink? I am so glad I have not seen the trailer before. Oh, she's dead. Is he burning her? Oh, oh no. Okay. stroke. What? What? Was that guy flying? Is this San Andreas? A remake in Hindu? Sixer Massacre. Sixer Massacre. Oh my god. I mean, the special effects look badass. You can't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I really want to see this movie, funny enough. He is flying. That was... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, that was really cool. Did he step on the lens of the camera? I don't think you're supposed to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I want to see this movie look. <laughs> was way oh, over look. the top and crazy. 
What is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? That's right. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Saho. Is that what we're going to go with? Yes. A man uses an arsenal of weapons to battle a gang of heavily armed thugs in the city. With the city under fire and people's lives at risk, the one, one man has to take has to give everything he has to take the city back. Uh, 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, 4.9 out of 5 on Facebook. 89, uh, 85% of Google users like this film. Cool. Uh, where did you find your reviews, Luke? On Facebook? Oh, yeah, I went to the Facebook. Uh, uh, let's see, where should I start? Uh, Prazana... Bandari says it's a hit movie action was super and darling acting was awesome as always but something was missing in the movie which couldn't fulfill the audience but overall the movie is good it's showtime <laughs> showtime okay uh, I found uh, some on 10 out of 10 on uh, IMDb uh, Shiren Tarabar Sharshi that says Pasha's Vahul Entertainer this Gashu Puja. This uh, is an awesome movie with a lot of action and thrillers. The songs are not too good, but honestly, this is a must watch movie. The first half of the movie is a little slow, but soon as the interval comes, will blow your mind, and after that, the movie takes its pace. So this movie is completely Pasha Vosul entertained this festival season. Okay, a Jazwi Kahar says, <clears throat> Amazing screenplay and well-choreographed movie. It was effing worth the wait. Great action sequence. It actually says effing, by the way. Uh, worth the wait. Great action sequences. Well-placed songs. Exact <laughs> amount of humor. <laughs> Love. I did not think, think you would. I don't think you would <laughs> like say. <laughs> right. He just wrote. Yeah. Uh, exact amount right. of humor. Love romantic twist. Full of full of entertainer. It will keep you glued to the edges of your seat till the end. And then this is all in capitals, so he's yelling it. Darlings, Parabas just nailed it. And Sadar were amazing. And already watched it twice. Shades of Saho. Want more sequels? Amazing effort by the team. Hats off. Mm -hmm. Sorry, not up to mark, uh, but very good attempt. Eight of the ten. Uh, Ashuri Chantel official. This movie isn't favorable for the sentiment movie lovers, but to be frank, uh, story must have been improvised. Action cinematography. Uh, VFX was excellent. Shedar Kapoor disappoints uh, uh, with her pale acting. Parashop acting is extraordinary. Neil Mitin Mushbun acting is good. Mashil Mandre Badil is totally scrap. Overall, it's one time watchable. Suchi must have. Concentrate on the story and screenplay overall, or overall, it's a visual treat for people and for every people that speak in Indian. I'm very, very sorry. 
from botching all the names. Right. All these are from, uh, at least all the ones I have are from Indian people, because this is in Hindi. So, yeah. uh, Shawan Shah says, the fake negative reviews are by con fans, so please don't believe those negative reviews. Go watch the movie, uh, you go watch the movie and decide how it is. Uh, uh, Avan Chardi says, <laughs> says, girl, don't watch this movie if you don't want pain in your head. And then, <laughs> and then Saram Jaharshi has maybe the best uh, comment ever on a movie I've ever seen ever. Okay. Person one, I have 175 minutes to kill. Person two, so let's catch the latest blockbuster. Person one, does it have a good story? Person two, no, no story, but it has Parappas in it, a hot Indian hunk. Uh, person one, does it have melodious music? Uh, two, no music, but no music, but you can hear the sound of guns and bullets. Uh, does it have a logical screenplay? No screenplay, but it has a fancy location. Is the hero a good guy or a bad guy? Uh, the director wasn't able to decide on that. Uh, person one, I feel like puking. Person two, let's watch the film together and we can, and then we can throw up afterwards. <laughs> Saho rating, 1.5 out of 5. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, other things <laughs> coming out this uh, week is uh, something called Bennett's War. Uh, Soldier Marshal Bennett returns back home after sustaining injuries from uh, improvised impo- uh, explosive device overseas when he learns his father is behind the uh, uh, on his mortgage payments, Marshall turns to a competitive motocross racing to save the family. Directed by Alex Servino, screenplay by Alex Servino, uh, produced by Alex Servino. Uh, Trace Adkins is in this movie, look. Great. The Constant Music Star. Trace Atkins. My favorite. Alison, yeah. Alison uh, Page, uh, Alia Afshar, Michael Rodrak, and Taylor Kalupa. Uh, it has gotten a 6.3 on IMDb, 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 3 out of 5 from our favorite Common Sense Media. Alright, uh, Don't Let Go. Uh, Detective Jack Radcliffe. Okay gets a shocking phone call from his recently murdered niece, Ashley. Working together across time, they race to solve uh, the crime before it can happen. So the time travel crime-solving movie, which isn't... Mm. Wasn't there a TV show just last year with the lady and the radio in her garage and she contacts her... Whatever. (laughs) Uh, Right, this is a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 41% on Rotten Tomatoes, Three out of five on Common Sense Media, but 90% of people like this movie on Google. Uh, directed by Jacob Aaron Estes. I don't think I've ever heard of him. Uh, starring Ooh. Storm Reed, uh, Byron Mann. Uh, oh, Alfred Molina is in it. Oh, okay. And he's probably the only person you've heard of. Yeah. So, I have to ask you, what of these three movies do you want to see? 
Um, well, Don't Let Go actually does kind of look interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Sakudo, that trailer. Was absolutely b- bonkers. It's definitely in between <laughs> those two, but I think I'm going to agree with you and go Saho. Uh, but uh, look, that means our movie about for her last uh, month is over August. Right, let's do uh, Don't Let Go and Saho, because I actually have the, the numbers for those. Cool. Uh, Don't Let Go made 2.3 opening weekend. Saho made 1.4 opening weekend. So overall, when it comes down to this month, which was a big month, lots of movies this month, Fast and Furious, yes. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, is what I should say, uh, because it was barely a Fast and Furious movie, as I understand, made 60 no. million, which was the biggest one, which gives Fro the win. Um, look, <laughs> you have many times said that you want the listeners to know us a little better. So, I picked an interesting topic, because okay. I've uh, gone through my uh, Spotify uh, list, and I want us to pick uh, uh, out uh, the 10 um, albums that has um, uh, meant messed uh, mostly in our lives and tell people about them. Albums, okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So music. Music. So a top 10 list. Sounds good to me, yeah. Uh, let's see, when are we going to do that? And We're going to do that in a few weeks, I guess. Yes. So, let's go through September movies. Uh, it, Chapter 2, a horror from Warner Brothers, New Line. The Goldfinch, a drama from Warner Brothers. Hustlers, a drama from STX Entertainment. Ad Astra, a sci-fi thriller from Fox. Downtown Abbey, a drama uh, from Focus Features. Rambo Last Blood, an action film from Lionsgate. And Abominable. Like the Abominable Snowman. Ah, an animation from Universal. Right, so So, we're going to split it, but we have, uh, what, we got seven movies, so we got us, one person's got to get an extra movie, I guess. Yes, and since I uh, won last time, I will give you that extra movie. Since you won last time, and the time before that, and the time before that. (laughs) Yes, yes. So So, Fro is on a roll right now, but we'll see what happens next month. Yeah. Yeah, because, well, you have one movie that can make a lot of money. Uh, it Chapter 2 is, of course, your biggest card. Yeah, and it uh, I've been seeing commercials left and right for it uh, in the last week, right. so... Right. The only problem you have with it is that it's R-rated, so... That's true. But the first one did really, really well. So I imagine yeah, this one is also going to do really well. And... From the trailer that I've seen, it looks more interesting than the first one. <laughs> I loved the first one. I liked it, but the trailer for this yeah. one looks, uh, I don't know, uh, a little more wild than 
the, when I saw the trailer for the first one, I guess I should say. The second problem you have is that it's three fucking hours long. Is it? I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's two two hours and 50 something. Wow. Uh, but the Goldfinch uh, is maybe your second best thing because I've seen a lot of that uh, trailers for that as well and it looks very good. It's actually one of my most anticipated movies of September. Okay. Uh, I really want to see it. Uh, I think my two best are Downton Abbey, because every fucking people except the two of us watch that television show. Right, but the problem is, when we go off opening weekend, we go off opening weekend in America, bro. Right, that's true. Yeah. So, I have a little down there. Uh, Rambo will do amazing. I think Abominable actually is going to do well as uh, as well because it. I think it's uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, Pixar. Oh, it is. Oh, really? I th- uh, is oh, that no. Dream, Dream. It's DreamWorks. That's who's doing it. Oh yeah, DreamWorks. Yes. Right, and they always do fairly well. So that will be interesting. Yeah. So. That's the movies we have uh, a fight fight for. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. I've also seen a lot of uh, commercials for Ad Astra, and that could do really well as, okay. also. It has, ba- Ad- it has Brad Pitt in it, so people are going to, you know. Ah, okay. Uh, plug, plug, uh, audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. That's audible.com slash another digital citizen. I'm listening to the run of his life again after, uh, O.J. Simpson, because it's actually a very good book. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can get that from audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. Yep, go email us at another digital citizen at gmail.com or go to our Twitter or our Facebook, share the podcast. Right, share. Ring is care. Ring. Right. Uh, do, uh, what are we going to talk about next week? We will talk of Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, episode two. Last time we will cover that show. I'm going to guess. If nothing incredibly interesting happens, uh, I will be very surprised if it does. Uh, we will do another general review of it, Chapter 2. Uh, our main topic is Tower 7. What is Tower 7, Luke? Right, we're, uh, next week's show on Wednesday is happening on 9-11, which is also mm. Fro's birthday. Uh, it is? Oh. Uh, so... We've since we're doing it on 9/11, figured we'd do Tower Seven, which is the building that fell over that nobody talks about in New York that happened on 9/11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not uh, 13, uh, 13, 40 or something next week. We will definitely not talk about that. Uh, but uh, the reason why I picked news of the week uh, last is because. Uh, we like to do a little round that we call predicting the future. Do, 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 do. It's become a little like game show where uh, 
we we're going to guess three things we're going to cover next week. Uh, I'm going to check if there's anything news about Boris Johnson. I already did. I was waiting for you to wrap oh. up so I could go into it because I already have it up. <laughs> okay. Okay. So go, go into what you were saying, and then I'll I'll go into this. Um, okay, uh, I'm going to predict that we will cover uh, something about Paris, uh, the fire in Paris, uh, because that's a very long time we've spoken about. I will predict that we're going to talk about something, uh, new information about Epstein. And then, for some reason, we will talk about Titanic. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm guessing probably uh, we're going to talk about something to do with war between Israel and Iran. Uh, we're going to talk about Venezuela. And I'm guessing something to do with Brazil as well. Brazil. Yeah. Okay. We didn't really talk about the rainforest stuff this week, but I'm guessing something got to come up about the rainforest stuff next week, right? And that's what I was oh, yeah. going off of, yeah. Okay, so I posted that article up for you in the chat. You see that there? Yep. This was from 19 minutes ago, so pretty super recent. Uh, so this is oh. as updated as we're going to be. Uh, Boris Johnson is calling to back his plan to hold an early election on the 15th of October now. So the one okay. article we read earlier said 14th. This says 15th. I guess, I don't know, maybe they changed it. Uh, and Or maybe the one we were reading was American, and it would be the 14th in America, oh, but yeah. it would be 15th. Oh, that yeah, that yeah, makes, yeah. actually, that, that doesn't make sense. Uh, MPs yeah. are now voting on the Prime Minister's motion to secure the poll to succeed. It needs to support of two-thirds of the MPs. So they're, right now, as we're talking fro, uh, voting. Um, okay, so we'll cover it next, next week. week for sure. But Labour and SNP <laughs> yeah. and the Liberal De Democrats have said they will not vote in favor uh, of the of the bill. It comes after the MPs mm -hmm. backed the bill. Uh, right, the, w we talked about that in, in the beginning of the show. Hmm. Well, I guess uh, we'll cover that uh, because everything happens on the Thursday. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Tomorrow yes. is the uh, is no, tomorrow the dem no, debate? No, it's no, it's next no. week. Next week on thir yes, on yes. on Thursday, right? Okay. Yes, the day, the day after my birthday. <laughs> Four zero. I don't want to get older. I think there's only ten people in the debate, and it's only one day of debates this time, so it's going to be a lot less to talk about oh. uh, right there's gonna be a lot less people to go through than last time uh, a lot of people didn't uh, uh, qualify for the debate one uh, is uh, Tulsi Gabbard did not qualify for the debate and a Aww. lot of people were saying it's bullshit because there's like certain criteria you have to meet uh, and one of them was you have to pull uh, above a certain percentage in a certain number of polls right and sh she in a bunch of polls polled higher than people that are in the debate, but those polls, according to the DNC, the DNC has specific polls they uh, consider good and, and, and don't consider good, and the ones that 
she didn't pull well in are the ones that they consider acceptable. And the ones she did pull good in are the ones they don't accept. So it, people are like, this is kind of bullshit. But, yeah, we're going to get ten people, it looks like, in, in this debate. Oh, so. I want Tulsa there. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I can yeah. tell you why they don't want her there. Because <laughs> she uh-huh. made Kamala Harris look like an idiot in the last debate. Yeah. Breaking news, look. Okay. Uh, um, uh, the MPs have voted against Boris Johnson's motion. Oh, yeah, uh, this is seriously day. happening right now. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. it says, yeah, 40, yeah, 148, 148, yeah, it's just posted. Yep. Wow, th- this is amazing timing, because <laughs> we were just reading the article from, uh, what, five minutes ago. Uh, yeah, so you want to go into this? Yeah, uh, votes for uh, was 298 and votes against was uh, 56. Altered the government won. It needed two-thirds majority to trigger an election. Uh, so that's... It says here, responding to the defeat, Boris Johnson says, Jeremy Corbyn has become the first leader of the opposition to refuse an invitation to an election. Uh, the Prime Minister says he thinks this is because the Labour leader doesn't think he can win. That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, okay, no early election. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact that he wanted uh, for this thing to pass first, and then he said he would right. totally accept a general election as long as they pass this thing first. But just leave that right. part out, Boris Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, more breaking news than that you don't get on the podcast. Okay, I think that's uh, it for uh, Great Britain, uh, Norway, and United States of America. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.